This is Isle Drop, where we ponder the eternal question of our time. Why are people like that on the internet? We're trying to figure out. But sometimes we get so upset by it all that we just can't take it. And that's why we say Isle Drop. I'm Maria. And I'm Maggie. And here's what's making us drop this week. to tell you some like amazing archival footage that i was able to capture like as an archivist oh my god what so john and i were singing um the part that's like the santa something the dun he'll be coming down the chimney down we were like singing that over and over again and we couldn't <laughs> figure out what christmas song it came from it comes from Happy Holidays. And so we were like frantically Googling like all different combinations of like those words. And we kept like not coming up with anything. And we were like, is this one of those things where like only we remember that this exists? The Reply All episode. Literally. And then we eventually figured out like it was like the fourth or fifth Google result, the Andy Williams song for some reason. But I recorded the entire thing on Audacity because I was testing out my new mic. <laughs> and so I, at the end, he was like, wait, are you recording this? And I was like, yeah. And oh it was God. like four minutes of us freaking out and trying to find it and then like suddenly finding it. Oh, my God. It was we, amazing. We need to add that to the end of this episode. Just yeah. Just four minutes of you <laughs> and, and now, Googling. <laughs> the little little taste at the end. That's the Christmas special, y'all. Yeah. It, it was really, I was really proud. Like, I felt like. An investigative journalist, like, <laughs> getting the scoop at all costs. Ugh, we always feel like that, though. That is, like, the feeling we crave and yeah. search for and yearn This for. is just our way of, like, creating it. I love that. With our own <laughs> expertise that we have. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a little something there. You got a new mic, Maggie. Rewind. <laughs> new mic. You got a new mic, too. You got a new mic. We got new tech. Guys, can you hear the difference? How crisp it is. I can whisper this whole podcast. We can literally change it to just an ASMR podcast. This is an ASMR podcast about internet culture. I'm Maggie. I'm Maria. This is a podcast. We could do that, but I personally don't like listening to people whisper for too long. No, it like makes me weird. I'm like, they're whispering. Like, I also feel like it's basically just people bragging about their mics, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I like ASMR sounds. Like, I like things like brushing against things. Yeah. Y'all hear that? Oh my god. That's so fucking annoying to listen to. I wish I had like chain necklaces and like jingle, jingle. Like, it's like that girl that does like the asmr videos and she like clinks her nails on her iced coffee and you just hear like ice sloshing around i'm like stop it yeah you're not really doing anything here yeah you just got your nails done you just got your nails done like you know anyway guys anyway we the glow up like mm -mm, it's not gonna stop i know i literally promised last time that we'd get new mics and guess what we fucking yeah fulfilled that promise yeah you were like i'm not gonna say we're gonna have my next episode guess what we did under promise over deliver baby yeah that's exactly what we did so like last episode we had a new theme song and a new logo and now we sound good 
And we're in person, if you and couldn't oh. tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are literally, this is our first ever podcast recorded in person. Which is crazy because we've had access to each other in person yeah. truly since, like, last Maria summer. Maria was only gone for, like, the first, like, three or four episodes, probably. Yeah. Because we're not a super consistent schedule. <laughs> um, you couldn't tell. But we, it's just kind of, it's hard, you know. Scheduling is hard. Guys. So it took us a minute, but today we literally planned like an all-day creative it's so fun. fucking workshop incubator. We have been working, guys, since like 9 a.m. On a it's Saturday? It's 3 p.m. on a Saturday. I went from Jersey City to Brooklyn early on a Saturday. That's really impressive. Have you heard of that? You ever heard Those of that? Those places? Also, I truly underestimated how long this was going to take. I was like, yeah, we'll up. be done by two. No, tech issues took so long. Yeah. We figured it out, guys. You know Oh, you to. mean like fully done by two? Yeah. It's 3.02, and we've been working on what we're about to present to you since 9 a.m., but that's very cool. Yeah. I really, I've dedicated. really enjoyed it. The day has flown by. We're so dedicated. My favorite, like, days in my life have been days where I, like, do things like this. Like, mm-hmm. when me and Ryan decided to finalize the concept of confidence cabaret which is a specific thing you do with your friends where you force people to sing by starting with songs that they're comfortable with and then you can only give compliments we were just like workshopping this form and we did the same thing we like met up at like 11 a.m planned where we were going to sing beforehand like because our friend was out of town and it was like we worked so hard on it for no reason, and it was, like, so satisfying. It's really satisfying. It's just, like, I feel like the, the serotonin or dopamine or whatever chemical in my brain is just, like, firing on all cylinders. Yeah. There's just, morning, like... Morning. Oh, my God. Morning. Friend. Project. project creativity. Creative. Passion. Vanessa be- Hudgens. Burp. I don't know what's going to happen. I've never burped into this fancy mic. I'm going to try not to. Anyway... <laughs> Speaking of Vanessa Hudgens, you guys, do we have a show for you? We have a special holiday treat for all <laughs> the droppies out there. Yeah. Droppies, this one's for you. We've talked about it a lot. We probably talked about it in the last episode because we're obsessed yeah. with this series, even though we've only seen one and a half because we don't really remember what happened in the second <laughs> one. But we've read the Wikipedia again. We did recap, like, I re- I read the Wikipedia for the second one, which we did watch again, and I realized I didn't remember any part of the movie because these movies have like a lot of plots a lot of characters so many more plots than you ever think would be in a netflix holiday movie and multiple romance plots and they again it's vanessa like we haven't even said what we're doing it's all vanessa hudgens all the time guys we're recapping the The princess Princess switched switched three switched switched three three again It's not really called that. But it is called that in yeah. a much larger way. You can look up the real name. The real name actually makes no fucking sense. It's actually which a you'll little find weird. out. Um, but so yeah. if you haven't seen it, I think what's most satisfying to me and most people is you should pause this, hit pause, go watch it. Or watch like a YouTube recap of it. Yeah. So that's just purely plot. Because it's always funner to listen to recaps and be like, oh my god, I totally remember when they did totally. that. Um, also, if you're going to do that, if you're going to watch the whole movie, get a friend. It's so much more fun with a friend. It's literally different. Yeah. Um, or you can just be like, these girls are, 
these girls are enough just talking about a movie i don't ever plan to watch that would be really dope too yeah that'd be really cool um so as you know last year after thanksgiving we were pretty hungover and we just needed something to pick up our spirits and we watched princess switch 2 switch 2 again (laughs) and it was like the best funniest movie we'd ever seen in our entire lives it changed yeah it like literally fixed us like hangovers cured so obviously in the sake of tradition we have to watch princess switch three switch three again and i'm pretty sure netflix is gonna like keep doing one of these every single year they better i want like eight vanessas in a movie i personally hope that netflix every year on november 18th does a new one yeah me too and the real question was because in princess switch 2 they introduced a third vanessa so i thought Mm -hmm. maybe there would be four this time i really thought there would be but as we'll talk about, this movie takes a tonal shift that nobody saw Mm-mm. coming. No one saw coming. Okay, so... so to start off, we yeah. realized that we didn't know the three Vanessa's names. Yeah, we just saw them on the front of the image on Netflix, and we were like, let's pause, play a little game, and guess who each Vanessa is. So what did what were your guesses for American Vanessa, British Vanessa, and Cousin Vanessa? So I thought the American Vanessa was named Casey because shows love for a chill girl from America mm-hmm. to be named Casey. I thought the princess was named Clara. Seems obvious. That's very princess-like. And then I thought the evil cousin was named Tabitha. <laughs> Just because you said you originally had a guess that also ended in A. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go along that vibe. Okay, okay, so tell me your guesses. My guesses were the American for me was Amy, which is like... <laughs> Sweet and friendly. Yeah. Converse. Yeah, converse. Absolutely converse. Skinny jeans. Um, yeah. Brit was Gwendolyn, which felt felt far-fetched. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm a, not gonna it lie. was a reach, but... But like, I was like, was her name, like, Gwen? Like, yeah. I, that's what I was going for. Yeah, no, I could totally see that. Royal. Cousin, to me, was Priscilla. Yeah. Because it's, like, kind of, like, evil vibes. So, we were very <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Their names are... American is Stacy. British is Margaret. Yeah, which is my name. Which is crazy. Never would have ever thought that in a hundred thousand years. And the cousin's name is Fiona, which isn't kind that of far in the vibe away. of the names that we said. Yeah, not far from Priscilla and Tabitha. So like half credit. Yeah, half and credit. also I said Casey, and her name is Stacy, but Stacy yeah. is such a different name than Casey. It's such a different name. It's not. We can't even get into it. It doesn't. It, so it doesn't feel two letters away. It feels a million years away. It's, yeah, we could literally do an episode about Stacy v. Casey. I don't even. I think she's more of a. More of a Casey or an Amy than a Stacy for sure. Also, Stacy feels like too Stacey generic and older. Yeah, Mm-mm. but Stacy feels like two thousand nine to me. Remember that girl on Bachelor? No, Stacey. Sorry about the background noise. We're working on it. Maybe it'll go away. New so York if you heard City. that, sorry. If you didn't, that's because I'm a fucking amazing editor. <laughs> um, Stacy was the girl who was a uh was older. Than everyone, and she and Demi had that fight, and she was like, yeah. "You're a cougar." Yeah, 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 yeah. She, of course, and other friends, obviously. <sighs> well, I mean, we so let's get, get right on into it. Right, freaking into it. So, my first note is, ee! mine is, I'm so excited in all yeah. caps. Literally, we waited a year for a literal year for this. We've been planning this for so long, you guys. So, like, 
to actually view it together in the same place we viewed the second one was special. Oh, it's huge. And to be in person for it, even better. Mm. So we open on um, Montanaro, the place. We actually open Shrek style with a storybook. Oh my god, we do open Shrek style. Second Shrek reference. Yeah. Pod. Yeah. And they recap everything for us. We That's when we realized Once we there didn't was a realize. Princess. Yeah, we didn't remember anything. Yeah. Neither of us had watched the first movie. We'll be the first to admit that. Absolutely. But in watching the second movie a year ago, we were like, eh, we got it. Yeah. Like, you can kind of figure out with these things. Guys, there's so much exposition in this movie. You do not need yeah, to watch it. Yeah, at one point, a character lady goes, my grandfather, the king, was so upset. And it's like, <laughs> you should definitely know that this guy's grandfather is the king at this point. But I was like, honestly... Helpful. So it opens with a storybook that explains the first two movies. Yes. That's when we're like, cool, don't remember a single thing. And then we come into present day in Montanaro because the queen, Margaret, and her husband, Kevin, the baker (laughs) guy, the American baker. Yeah. Guys, I I can't even recap the first movie. Basically, there's one royal Vanessa and one Vanessa who's a baker from Chicago. And the royal Vanessa is associated with a prince. And the Chicago's friend is named Kevin, who's also a baker in Chicago. And then the royal Vanessa and the baker go together. And then the baker Vanessa and the royal man go together. Yeah, just So it's like, whoa, unexpected. Switcheroo vibe, which is the plot of this entire franchise. So they're preparing uh, to host a Christmas festival, which is, like, apparently, like, the biggest news of all time. Everyone's freaking out. The, and People are freaking out. She says, out. I'm coasting a, a – this is what Stacy says, just to give you a taste of the writing. I'm coasting an international festival with Margaret, who's just about my best friend in the world. Like, in the voiceover. Oh, my God. It sounds like Eloise. Yes, it, Vanessa's voice work in this voiceover, before we, again, before we even get into the actual movie, crazy, yeah. the way she speaks. It is literally It Eloise. is crazy. And I always think about, like, I was thinking about this the whole movie, actually, that, like, as someone who did musical theater in high school, Vanessa is, like, the kid in theater that, like, the director is, like, come on, give me more energy. And she, like, t- does what they're looking for. Yeah, she delivers. Like, I remember in high school, these plays would have lines that I was, like, I don't know how I can say this, like, as though I would ever actually right. say this but like she'll take any line any horrifying accent and just like do it more than anyone ever needed like we were like hiding our eyes because it made us cringe so bad sometimes it's a pretty cringy movie not that you guys like didn't know that from not watching it but like it hurts sometimes <laughs> it really did pain like cause pain in my heart Okay, so they're co-hosting yeah. an international festival. And they're the centerpiece of the festival, because festivals have centerpieces, is the Star of Peace, which is a sacred relic that is being, like, delivered from the Vatican Yeah, for the festival. By a cardinal. Town, by a cardinal. And I said, uh-oh, ginormous tree plus St. Nicholas's star equals trouble. And they were like... This relic is so special and it's going to be under 24-hour security because it's so important and no one's ever gotten to use it for anything before. Oh my god, this is when the credits are rolling? Guys, this movie is produced by Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, we were like, I need to know more. Did she fund it? What if she's like paying and not being paid for this? (laughs) This came out of her I guess if you produce, you get to make money, so it's almost like an investment in herself. That's kind of... That's like some. That's a thinker. <laughs> that like, is a thinker. To really think of all the implications of that, that's when Margaret says, "I feel like we're making history." 
Oh, and that's when I said Vanessa Googled how to do a British accent and watch an accent expert reacts to video. And yeah, that's how she... that was her prep. That was just her prep. She... Her British accent throughout this entire movie. She has two British accents. She has, like, a queen British accent. And then you'll see later evil. Fiona, evil British accent. Um, both awful. Yeah. Both in and out. They have some stunning <laughs> oh filmography. The settings, I feel guys? like it was probably filmed in, like, Romania. Beautiful castles. Snowy. It was Christmas. Like, the it Christmas like decoration. Snow. Yeah. I think they... I think they were on location. This, I think so, too. I think the budget for this movie... I could easily look this up. The budget for this movie... Vanessa Hudgens' money. Yeah, it's insane. Like, the set... Like, just the set design was, like, crazy. Yeah, but the Christmas decorations made you feel so good. Ugh, so many Christmas trees, you guys. Like, a bunch of... A million pillars. Versailles levels of pillars. <sighs> all just wound up with lights. Ugh. Guys, everyone in this... Like, the first five minutes of this movie, everyone's on the phone at the same time. Everyone's, like, walking, talking on the phone with they different love people that. to and do And in exposition. the second movie, they were, like, always on their phones, busy, too. But it was, like, Princess Vanessa, what is her name? Stacy and her husband are walking, and they're both on, the cell- yeah. on their cell phones. And then the Queen and Kevin are both on their cell phones. And it's, like... Like, guys, no can work you... after 9 p.m. or something. It's so weird. It's like, who talks on the phone at the same time? That's so distracting. To... Yeah, if you're going to take a phone call, there's you're in a full palace. Like, you can go to a wing and have privacy. They're three feet away from each other looking at each other <laughs> taking two separate phone calls. <laughs> it's crazy. I wouldn't, like, if I had to do a work call while I was, like, looking my partner in the face, like. <laughs> I could not focus. I'd be like, I'm sorry, this is so rude. <laughs> that's not very queen-like because she's the queen now yeah. because someone died or something um stacy's husband this is where we find out he is the most boring man of all time yeah he's off-brand benedict cumberbatch right that's yeah. what i'm talking about trying to act like colin firth it's bad that's exactly what he i mean no charisma no I Christmas. guess that's – he nailed the brief. I think that's what they wanted. Yeah. And side note about this guy, like, we were just – because we were recapping ourselves. Is that what that's called? On the first and second movies. They just lie to him. Like, the first <laughs> time they switch, they lie to both of their partners. Then they – they like, and it's funny because, like, Maria was reading the Wikipedia recap and it was, like, Stacy decides the only solution. And I was, like, of course Stacy fu- – like, it's always, like, well, there's literally nothing else we can do except switch places. They're also not related. They just have the same – Yeah. Exact face. Just side note. Um, Anyway, the first time they lie to both of their boyfriends slash whatevers. The second one, they lie to Edward again. But Kevin knows, doesn't he? But Kevin knows. It's just – They just fucking Edward. lie – like, that's what the very first thing of their relationship was, was her just being like, I, there's no time to explain to Edward. Let's just go. The second one, they lie to Edward twice because they switch places twice. And it's not just that they switch places and go, like, get into hijinks. Stacy pretends to be Margaret. Oh, or yeah. Or no, Margaret pretends to be Stacy, who's Edward's girlfriend, and, like, spends a day with him pretending to be her. It's so fucked up. Like, that's, like, psychologically... <laughs> fucking insane this man is a chump who is taking chump energy the entire time and he just like does it i guess because maybe he's like excited that he didn't have to marry stacy so he's like i'll take what i can get margaret he's sorry he's excited he didn't have to marry margaret who's the royal one so he's like whoa my new crazy life but then at this movie the whole bit with him is like 
he's like, your red socks. And she's like, the white, white socks. socks. And he's like, socks. And it's just like him not knowing <laughs> it's sports references. Like superheroes. And they're all like, Edward. Like, they're like, who's so that? fucking stupid. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> he like doesn't know who Batman is. And they're just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't deserve this. You guys are like Stockholm syndroming him. Um, um, then we get a little scene of like you showing how the two Vanessas are different. I'm sorry, it's like hard to call them by wait, the which one. Well, they're I think they're like uh showing them like the singers, and then they both clap and go fabulous. Oh yeah, one of them is like claps like clap like a right queen, and then Stacy's like woo. Yeah, <laughs> Stacy claps like an American. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Exposition, again. Something else I was trying to figure out during this time in the show was... <clears throat> so, Kevin just, like, lives at the palace now. Where does Stacy and Ed... Do they live in... They live in Belgravia. Which is really close. I guess. Also, I want... Can I... I, I did write down all of the fake country names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Montanaro, Belgravia, Caledonia, and Aldovia. Aldovia, that's what I have written down. I love it. Because it's, like... You know where Genovia, Montenaro. They just took Montenegro. Switched it up. Aldovia, is it Mold? Moldova. Moldova. They took. They took Moldova. Just took a letter out. Added a letter. Caledonia is like Catalonia. Also, Montenegro and Montenegro Moldo- and Moldova are two places where my friends like did study abroad programs in college. Maybe Lehigh random. is part of this. <laughs> Lehigh Somehow. produced this. Those countries mean the Lehigh's have something to do with it. Um, okay. Okay. So Kevin just, okay, cool. So that's where everyone lives. Speaking of live. <laughs> so Kevin has a daughter. He's a single dad, just like lovable guy. Yeah. Also, Kevin looks so much hotter in this yeah. movie. Kevin is the only attractive man in this movie. Everyone yeah. else is just like They're a really two. trying to sell you. And it's like. But he's the one that he gets the least screen time in this movie, and we're just supposed to look at a bunch of boring-looking white guys the whole time. Yeah. And we're supposed to pretend like they're attractive? Yeah, no, it's you. like, Vanessa is beautiful, and you need her co-stars to be able to stand up to her. Um. Anyway, so Liv, so that's Olivia, Kevin's mm. daughter, who's a ballerina in New York, and she's just finished her ballet exam, and again, just like talking about dialogue she's like don't get me wrong i love the ballet academy and i was like yeah every team says don't get me wrong you know what i mean yeah absolutely she's like i wish i could be there and they're like okay she's like don't get me wrong i love it and i was like they're not no one said you didn't love it i'm glad that they like kind of wrote her out of this movie because these writers don't know how to write for a teen girl yeah at Um, least vanessa will deliver so jfk is closed yeah and she has to fly out from Bradley. This is, this is, like, a different plot point that, like, doesn't even matter of, like, there's a storm coming. Will she make it? They and they, really like, set up these weird... Yeah, they yeah. talk about it later. They're like, I hope they're flying north. They're like, Olivia, is she coming? Like, it's so weird how they keep setting up these stakes. And then, like, in the end of the movie, she just, like, shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, she's here. All they would have to do to make it kind of make sense why they were freaking out about the weather before is like when olivia arrives they could be like olivia oh my god they yeah. don't even give a shit that they she don't was care there. and also the storm wasn't even a part of anything there, there wasn't like a storm component i literally s- okay we'll talk about this later but we have it to like move on freaking sense we have to move on because this is we're literally seven minutes into the movie at seven minutes and like 12 seconds we discover that the star of saint nicholas is gone oh my god just it, it, literally guys can't describe how soon 
previously they had just received the Star of St. Nicholas. Yeah, because it doesn't We're even exist. The, yeah. It's probably five minutes of the movie that the star is, like, where it's supposed to be. Literally, and then they're just like, somebody got chloroformed. Like, what will we do? So they bring in the police chief. <laughs> and we find out the that Kevin loves the, the police. Kevin does not stop standing the cops the entire time. The police chief comes in and she says it's missing. And then Stacy's or Margaret's like, just promise me you'll get it back. They're like, we have no idea. We have absolutely no idea what happened. And like, it was in glass, like behind a security thing inside of a cage. And like, somehow these like literal royal security forces We're are just like, like oh. I don't know. And she says, promise me that you'll get it back. And the police chief says, I'm afraid that would be a pie crust, pie crust promise. Easily made, easily broken. Oh my god, did they say that? Yeah. That's insane. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> this is when I thought, Christ. this is when I said that Kevin is an undercover cop because he keeps just like, yeah, he's like talking about the stolen star. And yeah, like and the he's police. like, well, the police can figure it out. And literally everyone immediately is like, no, they're not going to figure it out. And I was like, <laughs> all right, the movie's taking a little stand here. Um, and this is where I also realized that Margaret is just doing, Vanessa as Margaret is doing an impression of Lisa Vanderpump. Really? I feel like, I feel like Fiona sounds more like Lisa Van. Actually, I don't know. She's like, just like the way that she talks like this. Like, well, all, like what do Kind of like small mouth. Maybe she is. I, don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if she's a Bravo head. Um, then, of course, it's like, who can they possibly call? Also, Stacy brings up this idea. Who can they possibly call that can figure this out and then we the two vanessas like circle each other and they're like <laughs> someone with a little criminal knowledge and they're like someone who knows what it's like to be outside of the law and they're like hmm and the two husbands are like what who could it be because the husbands are chumps chumps and we pan to fiona wearing um a coverall like a work coverall with a sparkly like headdress mm-hmm with a corset on top of the coveralls and butterfly heels. And she's, like, mopping and doing a bad and job. And a skull bracelet that goes over her whole hand. Absolutely. So I she's, mean, a yeah. bone bracelet. Yeah, it was, like, skeleton bones on top of It would have been hand. cool for my Halloween costume. It would have been And cool. then everyone would have accused me of being Phoebe Bridgers, which I wasn't. And now it's on the permanent record. That's on the permanent record. So we find out that um, Fiona has been doing community services at, con- at a convent. And they're, yeah, like... Yeah, because she did... She tried to steal the family fortune in the last uh, movie. She literally does kidnapping. And Um, she drugs people. So we, I thought at least she stole the thing. Yeah, I thought it was her too. But so instead they enlist her help to get it back because they're like, she knows some criminals. We can like, I don't know. I feel like this next part like drags a little bit, but basically she's like, yeah, they're like, she's like, I know who can help. They like bring her back, right? That's what happens. Yeah, but we do have to talk about so they're like Peter. They're like Fiona would know someone who knows what happened, right? We, I need to describe Peter's what he's doing. Okay, <laughs> okay. So they're just like, all right, we're just. So Fiona agrees to help them. Oh, and then the Queen Margaret, who's just Margaret, might be confusing. Um, <laughs> not comes, Maggie Margaret. Not me, Vanessa. Margaret. When I say Queen Margaret, I'm actually not talking about myself. <laughs> So Vanessa convinces the convent to let Fiona be borrowed by them for a few right. days until December 26th when Fiona has to have her disciplinary thing to see if community service right. like worked. Um, 
So they they agree to trust Fiona. So then Fiona's like, I need to go to this place in order to um, get information on what happened to the Star of Peace. So, like, she and the butler of Margaret? Some servant. Drive up to this, like, old castle. And she, like, walks up the stairs. And then it's, like, a shot from above. And this guy is playing in a very old room. Like a castle. ceiling. Like, like, not even any, like, the walls aren't even even. They're, like, like stone It's, like, extremely walls. old. Yeah. And there's a fire going. And he's, like, shooting hoops. Like a medieval basketball. He's using, like, a Wilson basketball. A medieval he's playing basketball. basketball. Literally, where the ball bounces is right in front of a burning fire. Yeah. Seems like a hazard. Insane. And he has all these weird, like, light-up desks and, like, a pinball machine. And it's like, who the fuck <laughs> is this guy? And they, like, pan on the back of his head to, like, as if the reveal would be, like, the most gorgeous man you've ever seen. This man, the most normal guy you mm-hmm. went to college just with. Just Like, just a dude. Just a basketball head. <laughs> it's crazy. So, basically, she... We find out that, like, they used to date. He was a disgraced former invest- Interpol investigator who now runs his own private security firm, even though he, firm, even though he like, was a criminal. He's just, like, I just got into he's private like, security. He's, like... I actually didn't do it, and they proved it, but it ruined my reputation. And I, was I like, totally missed that. Um, yeah, he, they, he, that's a throwaway line. Like, he's so, presented as this criminal. So then Peter quickly deduces with the power of his, like, holographic computer that he knows exactly It's very who did Spy it. Kids. It's so Spy they Kids. They go into this room, and it's literally like the parents in Spy Kids when they're like, boop, boop, boop. They're like, Loop has all the old people. Yeah. It's like how in, like, superhero movies, they always go to, like, a computer screen that's, like, they move around stuff with their hands. Yeah, that's, like, blue, and it's, like, in the air. Yeah. It's so unnecessary. So he immediately, like, does an enhance. He's, like, a hacker. He's a hacker. He does, like, enhance, enhance, knows exactly who did it. Um, A disreputable pharmacist in Geneva, he figures out, is connected to this billionaire hotel tycoon named Hunter Cunard. So then... That's the target now. Fiona persuades Hunter to give her an invitation to the party that he's having. So she, like, yeah, needs so they, to get in there so that they, she can, like, scheme. Yeah. So they have to find a plan to get an invitation to the party. And this is also... Okay, so when she's at Peter's Lair, this is where we find out Bianca... I'm sorry, not Bianca. That... Fiona had mommy issues, and she, like, doesn't talk to her mom. This is an important plot. Oh, yeah. Peter's immediately, like, you don't talk to your mom. Have you talked to your mom lately? Yeah. And she's like, no, and you don't talk to your dad, if I recall. And we figure out that her mom sent her in boarding school and was just, like, absent. Right. Peter's dad or whoever. What is that? That is my laptop. I'm so sorry. Oh, is that a notification? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm silencing. I thought I turned all no notifications worries. off. It's okay. Okay, so Peter's dad or whoever also sent him to boarding school. They both felt abandoned, were left to assume. And there's all these flashbacks of them as kids. And Peter yeah. was, like, really nice to her. And so it's, like, that's their history. And then they also, like, had some flings as adults. So... Yeah. So they're like, okay, so we need to get, so she, and so Fiona also has a history with this dude Hunter, so they're trying to find a plan for her to get invited to Hunter's Christmas party at his house mm-hmm. because they're like Hunter definitely has 
the Star of Peace hidden in his house. Right, because that's just Peter what knows we know. exactly where it yeah. is and what room it's in. Um, also, Fiona, every time she, like, talks to people, she walks away and doesn't look them in the eye. And just, yeah. like, bounces across the room, which I find really funny because she just, like, can never... She, like, starts a conversation with someone and then immediately does a 180 and, like, turns... Like, walks the other way yeah. and, like, plays with stuff around the room. It's really frustrating. She's trying to show she's uninterested. And she, we think she has butt pads. Yeah, she looks... Or she just different looks completely butt. different, different as butt. Fiona. Okay, so she eventually gets... um. She decides to go to an open house of a hotel that Peter, of a hotel right. that Hunter has in order to secure an invitation from Hunter. And the way that she gets Hunter's attention is by sitting on Santa and like <laughs> softcore porn music starts to play. It's literally so weird. And there's like these two elf girls and she's like, can I sit on your lap? And Santa's like, sure. Like Santa's into her too. So like yeah. Peter's into her. Everyone's into Fiona. Where to assume Hunter, who she's about to see, is into her, and now Santa's into her. It works. She gets Hunter's attention. We also, can we talk about Fiona's mouth? It was yeah. freaking us out the whole time. It was crazy. She just, like, has, like, a puckered mouth the whole time. It's hard to even... It's. I mean, you can't even tell. It's hard to do this with not audio, visual, she, like, medium. She does the craziest, as her, like, resting face. Right. She does, like, the craziest pucker slash, like, lifting cheekbones, yeah. smiles. Like, eyebrows. Just, imagine a smize with, like, a pucker, and that's, like, kind of what it is. There's, like, a scene where, like, so before she gets invited to the, before she does Santa's lap, there's, like, a physical comedy scene, and then she, like, gets, like, dragged into a bushes by the dog. Um and so she, like, has, like, dirt on her face. And they're really trying to make us care about Peter and Fiona. I'm sorry. They don't have chemistry. And Peter is just, like, some dude. Yeah. And he, like, cleans a smudge off Fiona's face. Oh, my God. And I'm this kidding. is where we notice the mouth thing. Because she, like, has... A, she's supposed to be, like, relaxed. And it's supposed to be, like, this soft moment between them. And she just has, like, the most insane facial expression of all yeah, time. Yeah, and his facial expression kind of makes it's us also uncomfortable, creepy. too. So he's just, like... It's, like, literal slow-mo while he's, like, rubbing the smudge off of her face. And we were, like, I can't. Just, like, sinking anymore. into I'm going to drop. That was, like, the drop moment. We of were going to drop in that moment. They're, they're so cringe together. They're really bad. I just, like, didn't find any people who had less chemistry between them. But anyway, mm-hmm. so now she's Stacey with Santa. Stacey and Edward giving them a run for their money. Yeah, she's with Santa. Hunter's, like... What are you doing here, girly? And she's like, I want to sell the Pembroke estate. And he's she like, just like oh, lies. Yeah, I love that. She, like, yeah, she like gets so him horny obsessed. for real estate. He's so obsessed with hotel real estate. And then she gets invited to the party, but oh, it's Santa. I just wrote Santa got cooked by Hunter. Santa got cooked by Hunter, and then Peter got cooked by Hunter too. Yeah. Everyone oh, cucked. Cucked. Yeah, no. So then Peter's, like, also at this hotel with a listening device because he's, like, coaching Fiona on what to say. Looking so, so suspicious reading Forbes magazine in the middle of, like, he's a like, holiday party. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's not really a hotel right now. It's, like, yeah. a party right now. And Hunter's, like, what happened to that fucking loser Peter? And she's, like, what does she call him? I wrote it down. She's, like, oh, that dreary little rodent. I yeah. don't see him anymore. And Peter's like, oh, Drew Little. Yeah, that's what it is. And then Peter's like on the headphones listening and he's like, what the fuck? 
and he like looks so upset he and just she's has, like i hate him yeah he has incel vibes this whole movie that's why i can't really he get does. behind him he's ve- he like we were like punched his drywall in free time um okay again we like touch on some mommy issues this yeah. is where i thought the mom was going to be played by a fourth vanessa in old age makeup one could only hope Ugh, I they should have done died. that i know that like it breaks they like think it's kind of not a joke and that they would have a hard time like taking themselves seriously but it would be cool if it they leaned into been it so fun i really wish because then it would be vanessa's reign she can play a bunch of different ages okay 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 so they're like okay cool we got so we got the invitation so three like people plotting. are gonna have to break into hunter's special gallery room if only we have three people. Yeah, and so we were first. like, okay, it's going to be the three Vanessas. But they really, like, pulled too many, like, loops around to get there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just felt like they were setting it up to be, like, a three Vanessa movie. Anytime and three it wasn't. people need to do something. I just wish there had been more interaction with the three Vanessas. I was, like, disappointed. Yeah, there they was only, like, not two scenes where they were all together. I guess it's hard, but if they had to do. Yeah, I guess if the parent trapped it in 1997, why wouldn't they yeah, be able to do that? absolutely. Okay, so... Also, the... sorry, Vanessa's oh. face work in this whole movie. Distracting. Oh distracting. Yeah. I think She's she doing... stopped getting Botox so she could emote in the way that she needed yeah, to. Yeah, she to literally, like, resumes it right again when the movie is done filming. But the entire time, she's like, oh, my God, really? And, like, <laughs> yeah. when she's with the, when she's Fiona, she's always like, meow. Like, she's, a, like, we haven't really explained how horrible, like, the the way she talks and the things she that's why I are. think That's why I think she's Lisa Vanderpump, because she, like, makes weird, like, sexual yeah. kind of innuendo. She would, like, let her she... dog hump her and then be like, ha like the way that Lisa does. Which is not okay. We are We're anti. That. Just putting a statement out there. Okay, so now it's time. They're, like, plot. So, like, they're back. All the Vanessas are back in the same room. They're, like, planning yeah. the, the heist. Yeah. They're, they're going like... to steal the star back. And they do a lot of great exposition again. Of course. Because Peter's like, well, what if the police come? And they're like, the criminal won't call the police. And it's like, okay, that answers that question. <laughs> Kevin is, like, loves loving the police. At this point, Kevin is just like, I gotta go get Olivia to fix this plot point that doesn't matter. That is unrelated to everything else. That's crazy how, like, looking at my notes, how early in the movie they're just like, Bye, I- Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. Did he have another job that he was doing at the time? That's what I think. I think it was scheduling issues. He was very important in the earlier movies, so it feels, like, quite random. Anyway, so everyone's, like, working on planning the heist. And so Fiona and Peter go practice in this room. Like, Peter's able to, like... So Hunter's Gallery, where the star is hidden, has a bunch of laser beams. And Peter, because he's a ex-criminal or he's just like security guy he just has lasers that he can just make the same thing yeah he can recreate the laser room which is very antm cycle eight episode of benny ninja posing challenge where so they're like yeah they're like going around the beam (laughs) do you remember that whitney wins um a diamond necklace which is a psycho prize yeah the prizes varied so much like some were like you're not gonna go home next week yeah a diamond necklace and some were like $300 $300 shopping spree. To Walmart. Literally. They'd be like, yay, I'm going to Walmart. But it was crazy. So, like, Fiona's really good at it. 
This is the first time she's also seeing seen as having chemistry with Peter. Fiona like does like wow. Oh my god. Slink <laughs> under Yogi Vanessa slide. came to play backwards on the ground. S- splits. She does she- a split. It's like life or death beams and she like adds a split in the middle as though it's like that's that was just the easiest way was doing a split on the ground to get through these wires. She does like a perfect downward dog. Yeah. Goes into the splits. Does a back bend. Yeah. She into- does a down dog into wild thing, which is where you put your leg up and then flip the yes. dog over. It's oh literal God. yoga. And you were like that at that time Maria was like, Vanessa's showing off her yoga skills and I was like, Yeah, I mean she's good. You know how she's like always photographed outside yoga studios? Like yeah. I, she's literally she's been doing the work. I'm really she happy. She loves that fitness she did that. classes. Um okay, so they're practicing and I wrote down sexy dance for Fiona to get to the light with some razzmatazz brass. Because <laughs> the music is like, bah, 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 oh. like while she's doing her yoga. It is va va boom this whole time. Yeah. That, I mean, that's like Fiona's MO. It's also, boom. It's, it is her MO. Also, this scene cannot explain how long it was. It was maybe three and a half minutes long. Like, you just yeah. have to watch her. And like, time do... is at a premium. But yeah. this was something they felt like they needed to, like, really emphasize exactly it's so funny it was just like we were like talking through the scene because it was so long yeah that we just like had to we just couldn't watch this whole time with like unbroken attention no yeah so so then we were what my what i have next is the helicopter right is that what you have yes wikipedia wikipedia skips some things but yeah 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 that's so so we're more accurate than we're more accurate than wikipedia it's just in Okay, so we're very faithful disciples of Princess Switch. Okay, so then the weather is still getting worse. Which doesn't... Which we kept up with. But But we kept up with it because we thought it was going to be a plot point. It's fine. Oh, so this is where Peter just, like, takes her on a date. Yeah. They go to the Holiday Village. And before they leave, Kevin says, I hope... Or Kevin or Ed... I don't even know. Kevin or Edward says... I hope they're going north. And then one of the Vanessas is like, why? And they're like, the storm's well, coming. to the south. Or I hope they're going south because the storm's coming to the north. The why storm the doesn't come. Do the they storm they doesn't come. Increase the tension with the weather and then like never bring it to a resolution. Was that like a deleted scene? Like it was just really frustrating. But anyway, they go on a date. They do like the classic... power should have gone out at the end or something. Right. The power should have gone out for the Christmas tree lighting. And then, like, <laughs> Olivia was at, like, STEM camp, and she, like, builds a generator. That would have been an ending that made sense, given the way they talked Olivia about Olivia should have been a girl in STEM, but... She's a dollar, you know. Anyway, they go on a little date. Again, can't care about their love story. Um, this feels very shoehorned in. Yeah. Ice sk- like, he's like, do you want to go ice says, skating? And she goes, in your dreams. And yeah. I was like, what? He says, you know you want to. And I was like, this is, what? like... I'm in sixth grade writing dialogue that I think adults say to totally. You know you want like someone saying you know skating? you want. If if you're ice skating, you you do you know do if know. you want to. Like you think about that as you do know. You don't secretly. You're not hiding the fact that you want to. You're not like being coy about wanting to go ice. Skating. Yeah, ice skating is kind of hard. Yeah. So like if you wanted to, you would know. She was so like, "Fuck no." You, what's your fucking angle with that? And this is where. 
they keep doing the High School Musical 2 thing where they keep leaning in for kisses and they keep getting interrupted yeah. by things. Because they know that Vanessa can do that. They know that Vanessa's really good at that. And um, also, in, in these scenes, we realize that no real Christmas music has been playing the entire time. It's just been, like, weird, weird fake pop, Christmas fake Christmas music. Like, mistletoe rock or Missile, something yeah exactly. like it's like wait what bootleg christmas songs have yeah. been playing this like also at one point they're like dancing at the ice rink and this bachelor date ass song starts playing like yeah. you think that like it's Luke like Haynes. what if you were the one for me and we could not be alone <laughs> and there, it's like a bachelor date because there's a bunch of strangers in the background and they're slow dancing in the middle of like a random place like a pop-up holiday village that is so bachelor. <laughs> so then we go back, and again, I'm just asking, uh, go back to like the castle or whatever. Yeah. I'm asking, why are they killing off Kevin? Where is he going? So literally, we thought he was gonna die for because... the first time in the movie. There's no music playing. Which, yes, like causes Pause. you to feel tension. Totally, as Bravo knows, like the only time they didn't do music was like Jenjal's like sitting in the party van, and so. Kevin's like, all right, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, because Olivia got rerouted to Brussels. Again, this B-plot, like, that doesn't... the table? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm so mad. <laughs> this B-plot that, like, doesn't add or subtract anything to the movie. They're just like, the storm. Kevin has to go. I was go. like, Kevin's so great. Why are they doing this? Like, I was... So, like, Kevin, Kevin's, like, in the car, and Margaret's like, be safe, Kevin. And he's like, it's fine. I'm just going to go pick her up in Brussels. Music, nowhere to be found. And they told, they said his whole, remember he said his whole itinerary? She's like, how are you going to get there? And he's yeah. like, I'm going to leave tomorrow morning and it's an eight hour drive so that I should pick her up and then I'll come back. And so I won't be gone for more than a day and a half. Like none of that was necessary, but was, they like spent time explaining it and there's so no pointless. music and literally everyone's acting like he's going to die. They're like, seriously, be safe. And so it's like, <laughs> I literally said he's at least going to end up in the hospital. At least. It's a wild it's a wild fake out it just doesn't even matter for the end and but i ask why i asked why as well um but anyway we go back to their plan so margaret's gonna impersonate fiona and fiona's gonna impersonate margaret because fiona can do the laser moves to steal the star and they just need someone <laughs> they just need someone to be fiona like flirting with hunter so that they can yes, keep them busy yes fiona's the, remember fiona's and, the one with the invite to the party and stacy is being like a fucking sourpuss and just like staying behind being like hating on on fiona even though she's helping them get the star back that they i don't stacy is being a, like a cop this Stacey's whole time like a weird yes she's like she's just like a drag in this movie and like Such they're all planning and like something happens that like they're like shit. We're gonna have to like reconfigure the plan. And Stacey's like, we have no time. And it's like so you're all here in a room. Nothing imminent is happening. Like, yeah, you actually do. Like, it's like you're planning. That's if you I do was like time. Edward, I'd be like, do you need to go? Do you want to go like take, take a, a walk? walk? Like, do you want to go get a drink or something? Like, <laughs> you're just like ruining everything with your energy. So this is where it's imperative that um, Margaret learn how to tango. So Fiona's teaching her to tango. And then Margaret's like, how do I do it? And 
Peter instead of just... Yeah, Fiona and Margaret are tangoing together. <laughs> instead of Peter being like, Margaret, I'll teach you how to dance. He just like tangoes with Fiona for a very long time, not teaching Margaret yeah. how to dance. Fiona Who is knows one how to tango. Margaret's the one that needs to know how to tango. It's so, so unnecessary. Again, they're trying to make me care about their love. I can't care about their love. Yeah, it's similar to the... um. <laughs> It's similar to the laser scene where we're like, oh my god. And again, I we, we like keep going back and forth. I just said, Stacy, can you contribute to this heist place? You're such a wet blanket. Yeah, and I said, Stacy has always been... Because when they're like, well, mm, Margaret. I was like, no. I literally wrote, Stacy has always been made for this job. Like, yeah. you don't need to make the queen impersonate Fiona. Like, Stacy's just a random... I mean no offense but she's a random girl chilling out i guess because she's a british accent they but like she's the literal queen like and the the butler says if mrs pembroke can successfully impersonate her majesty then it stands to reason that her majesty can impersonate mrs pembroke and i loved like I love that whole line with, like, it stands to it reason. It stands to reason. That and is very, like, Real Housewives tagline. Mrs. Piccolo or whatever. Like, she... <laughs> the fuck is that? She's, like, the redhead. Oh, got it. She's, like, a, the head of the house, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, crushed, crushing the foot of the butler while he's saying that. And I was, like... Like, literally, like, you heard bones crush. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like... What? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of bones cracking sound effects in this movie, That's, which like, is their random. favorite sound. Um, and Edward Benedict Cumberbatch is not happy with this, but again, no he's a chump a who gives a shit. Um, okay, so then everyone's like, she can't do it, and Queen Vanessa. Oh yeah, sorry, we've already passed this, but Queen Vanessa is like, let me see what I can do, and she impersonates. So it's like Vanessa Hudgens acting as as a queen who's British impersonating another person who's British, which is Vanessa, as well. who's also Vanessa. It's really good. And everyone's like, wow, that was amazing. You can do it. Um, I mean, give Vanessa her Oscar. She's incredible in this. And so then, then we find out that um, Fiona's disciplinary like hearing has been pushed back or pushed forward, whatever. It's earlier now. So now they need a third person to be Fiona. So Stacy, because yeah. she's the odd man. So we're like, thank God Stacy has a job because it was <laughs> very weird that she was just staying back. I know. I need to talk about the moment before this, though. Where Mrs. Piccolo comes out and is like, may I present Fiona Pembroke? And in my head, it was like, Princess of Genovia. Yeah, literally, absolutely. Like, I was like, Home Alone, uh, Freaky Friday, what's the one with the two? Lindsay Lohan. Parent Trap. Parent Trap and, like, Princess. Like, I was like, I could see them just, like, (laughs) literally using those things for every single thing that happened in this movie. Absolutely. Um, So... Vanessa, Queen Vanessa, and Fiona come out, and they're supposed to guess who's who, and they're like, wow, that was, like, really good. Yeah, and then, so then we move on to the heist, and, like, Reggie has a camera on his head, and it looks funny. He does. These sidekicks are just, like, not funny. This is, like, the one funny moment that they had. He has a camera on his head, and it looks funny. Um, (laughs) They're not funny otherwise. (laughs) But then... So then they're like, oh, sorry, they're stealing the the star, and also wait. Side note, side note, I realized at this time when Stacy's just like, okay, y'all, like, yeah, they it takes them forty five seconds for her to be like, y'all, just be Fiona, and I was just like, everyone just bends every rule, yeah, like, oh my god, they realize the star is stolen, and they're like, okay, we'll just steal it back, and it's like, what? 
like everyone is so chill about breaking the law like and is the, the nun in on it is the nun in on no i think she just hates Fiona. They're like, all right we'll just trick this nun whatever yeah like this is this movie is actually um a commentary about how the elite feel most prone to be above the law absolutely and power structure absolutely because they just literally make their own rules like they could be arrested for a lot of things they do in this movie but they establish that the police are useless earlier in the movie which i didn't say they said that with their movie it's really crazy okay so. Um, so the heist is happening again we have to sit through another scene of vanessa doing laser work with peter and they're like about to make out in the lasers and they steal the star they escape <laughs> wait at this party all of the musicians <laughs> and all of the like tray carriers are like dressed in mozart garb like powdered faces wigs pink and blue satin uh jackets like sergeant pepper's vibes and it's just like inexplicably that it's really random because no one else is dressed like everyone else is dressed like masquerade yeah yeah only some yeah some people are wearing masks they didn't decide the theme for this This guy has a mask and so like we're we're seeing how well princess or queen margaret is impersonating fiona and this guy has a mask and he's like fiona do oh, you yeah. remember me? And it's like, oh god, what's she gonna do? And she's he like, takes the yes. mask off. He takes the mask off. The most normal person, more ever normal seen. than Peter, <laughs> like literally, like just like a British man on a train. Yeah, and it's like she passed the test. And, like they don't say anything to each other, it's and it's like so weird. Okay. Th- this movie just he has, maybe like, was from scenes. an earlier movie, but he's he's extremely random. So random. Um. Yeah, they successfully so the get happening. it, but they do set off the alarm. They set off the alarm, so then. Vanessa Fiona has to escape. Sorry. Vanessa Fiona has to escape. And then Peter's like, you go. I'll take care of it. And he launches a bag full of something to her. And she escapes. Kind of Oh, I missed that because I was like, later, I was like, how did she not? But now I see. Right. He just like throws her the bag and it's kind of quick. And she's like, Peter. And the minions and the butler almost drive away without her because they're like the getaway van. It's like, yeah, no offense, but like the star is the most important part. But I guess it's supposed to be like they suck, and but then Peter doesn't make get into the van. We don't see Peter after this. Also, but when they're like about to do the Stacy as Fiona bit, Edward yes. was so like, "We can't do this. We can't do this. No, yeah. no, no." And then she's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then he's just like, "Okay." Yeah, his face like completely warms up, and he's like, "All right, anything." For it's you. just like a chomp, huge fucking chomp. Yeah, it's just like it's crazy how much he gets steamrolled. <laughs> Quick thing, um. I forget if we said this. Are are Peter Peter and Fiona? Are they on the rocks at this point? No, they're like like each other, right? When do they have that fight where he tells her? She That's at like, the school. At the school. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, they're so, not on the rocks. I think she's just like feeling conflicted about her feelings for him. Because oh yeah, because she whole pulls thing away. Is, she pulls away. She's flighty. Blah blah blah. You know the deal. One Vanessa dances the tango, and one Vanessa breaks into the palace yes, with Peter. And one Vanessa thing. does a meeting with nuns. Wait, and then this is the other thing where Stacey's a huge wet blanket. So the whole thing is that... Oh my god. So they're, they're at the disciplinary hearing to see if Fiona, like, is doing a good job with her community service. And, you know, obviously the goal is, like, Edward is even in on this to be like, yeah, she's doing really well. Let's break her free. Reference? Breaking free. Breaking free. Soren Fine. 
And Vanessa Stacy is like, no, you you should give me more jail time, like, as Fiona. But I was just like... And Edward's like, no. And she's like, no, yeah, definitely. I actually mean it. And I was like, do you have, like, a secret resentment for her? I know. I was like, Stacey, you fucking cop. Like, just let your cousin be free. I mean, she did drug you. I guess that's fair. But everyone acted at the beginning of the movie... It was, you suggested. It was Stacy's idea. You suggested this. It was Stacy's idea. We're pointing at each other. <laughs> you probably. I wonder if you can tell that in the way we were talking. Um, okay, and then also when they escape the heist, this is a lot of. I know we're flip flopping, but also the movies like switching back true. and forth a so, lot. So it's if kind you of can hard. keep up with this, you're not ready for Princess with three switch three. <laughs> I, I I said, is Peter gonna steal the star? I th- I thought I was trying to make it a better movie. I thought there was gonna be like a double crossing situation, like in heist movies usually peter left his business card yeah. in the gallery so hunter like knows unnecessarily it because peter's like don't worry i'll distract them and it's like how like is he gonna talk to them is he gonna like cause a diversion with like pushing something into the ground or something and he just leaves his business card and we don't see him and i'm like Seems a little... I guess that's Peter being like, suck it, because he got cucked by Hunter before. So now he's being like, I cucked you and stole this thing back. But it's like, isn't Hunter going to like have you killed now based on what you said? He literally was like, he's so dangerous. He's going to kill me. Also, this entire thing takes place during Christmas. So this is how they're spending Christmas by doing like a heist and going to a disciplinary (laughs) The literal day. Um, And And the meeting, the... People that are reviewing her who are, like, from unknown place say, you are truly not the person you were before. And she says, I truly am not. And it was like, ha ha ha. Wait, sorry. Another thing about the heist is that part of it involves trying to connect your phone's Bluetooth oh, to yeah. the keypad. And it's like, Bluetooth's yeah, not connecting. Yeah, they're like, we'll just log in on our phone. It's like, shit, the Bluetooth's not connecting. And I was like, wow, classic. Or like, like, it always comes down to the Bluetooth not connecting. Bluetooth is never connecting. But then they realize, but Fiona's like, hmm. They, oh, yeah. They literally try nothing because they're just like bluetooth fiona's like try my birthday and peter's like there's no way it's your birthday and she's like no he's like obsessed with me and then it was right it's they so just tried crazy. one code and they were right oh and uh, at some point during the part where it's like the heist is getting crazy and they're about to escape queen vanessa margaret is like keep calm and carry on she says that it's to herself so, but she's i'm pretty sure she said that in the second movie too so i'm just like is Who's Stop paying you to it. say this? Stop. This is like the royal family sponsored this. Um. So then they get back to the house. Oh yeah, and a guy a guy calls Fiona. A guy calls Queen Margaret dressed as Fiona, Your Majesty. And they like linger on him. It's like who's that? I think like the vibe is supposed to be like he's a magical. Yeah, creature. there's a magical man in the <laughs> other movies that we don't see slash remember. Probably, probably it's the same guy. Yeah, once again, the security is trash. The security, absolutely trash. The star gets stolen again, and the security is just like, ah, like running after the van, and they're like, darn. Yeah, they're running after a car, and it's like, you didn't have cars? Anyway. I wrote, now we have all three Vanessa, now we have all three Fionas in the room. We all have all three Fionas. They realize that the star is actually a basketball inside the bag. Callback, because remember, Peter (laughs) loves to shoot hoops. He's a hooper. Yeah, in his weird castle. And, and then Kevin shows up castle? finally, safe and sound. Why does he live in a- I don't know. Okay. Because he's evil. Yeah, Kevin shows up After with Olivia. No stakes have 
you know, been anything. Nothing happens with them. They're completely safe They're and like, sound. Hey. And then he, he's like, what's going on here? And then whoever he's married to, Margaret, is like, I'll prove it to you who I am. And just, like, makes out with him. Because apparently yeah. that's the only way. That's the only way to prove it. The boys never, the boys, like, get really freaked out when their brunette Vanessa is just <laughs> as blonde Fiona Vanessa. They're, like, weirdly. They're, like, whoa. <laughs> Ugh. They get really uncomfortable by Meanwhile, it. Fiona gets a, te- the real Fiona, obviously, gets a text message from peter that says meet me at i don't remember what it's called the school masterston masterston <laughs> masterston in the morning um and so everyone's like fiona thank you so much like fuck it's a basketball but we'll try to figure it out <laughs> we're gonna tell the cardinal it's cool we it's still want you to come to christmas still because we like you even though Stacey How, what, hates you five more hours of it or and then her two minions are like there's a ticket to Capri before noon tomorrow. And she's like, Capri, yeah. yeah. And they're all like, damn. And so again, change, even though we do a list shit for her. She's pulling away. Pulling away. So she, next day, she meets, actually. She's not pulling away from anyone. She doesn't go to Capri. She goes to meet Peter. At Master's At Master's <laughs> And this two. is where this is where it gets okay. We're one so concerned about them, just like easily two intruders at a on school premises. <laughs> two pedophiles. You can't just say <laughs> exactly. You can't just be like, oh, let's just do this exchange inside a school. They're fully inside, like a. Classroom. You can't just an adult can't just Stroll go to a, especially a two criminals. You can't just go to a random school, even if you went there, psychos, and have your meeting there. And, and then, bring this relic to just a school and be like, yeah, just meet me at the school. I'll have the star. Anyway, he brings her mom, which is really intrusive and controlling, in my opinion. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to give you a star, but your mom's downstairs and you have to go talk to her. And this is where I thought that I thought we were going to see Vanessa Hudgens in old age makeup. When he, when he says your mom's downstairs, he says, pop around to the cafeteria. And I was like, that's the first British thing I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because... It could be Americans writing British and thinking British people say pop. You know, it's crazy. What? The guy who plays Peter. Australian. What? Yeah. Would have never guessed in a hundred years. Would never have guessed it. I would, if we have any, we have a, I think we have one New Zealand listener. I don't oh, know yeah. if you could weigh in on this. <laughs> We're you. targeting you. <laughs> this is for you. But like, does he sound Australian? And I just missed it. Or did he do a good job being I British? I think he did a okay job being British. I did I write in American. another note. Imagine being a British person and having to act alongside Vanessa Hudgens with her British accent. I believe the, I believe Edward's British. Yeah. And I believe Reggie and Mindy are. I think they're also British. No um, way of knowing. So she's like, no, I'm not going to go to see my mom. And he's like, okay, here you go. And he's like, also, we're not friends anymore. So she has the star and she's like heading out to the car. And then she turns around and goes and talks to her mom. They're like, we're going to miss our flight to Capri. The biggest stake set up in this movie. But then this is where the movie takes like a tonal shift that comes out of fucking left field. It's like Vanessa only agreed to do this if she got to do a dramatic monologue or something. Like that's the vibe of this. It's like this deep emotional speech between her and her mom talking about how the mom was absent and how Vanessa is like pulls away and how she like felt traumatized because she had an absent mother. And it's literally, guys, it's the last 10 minutes of the movie and this just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and like Fiona 
I don't really think, again, we don't know, that we don't really remember the second movie, but I don't really think in the second movie she talks about how she's estranged from her mom. No! It's truly so random. It feels like so shoved in the last 10 minutes. And side note, when Peter and her are having their fight, he's like, you're just like your mom. Yeah. And she's like, he knows that she like has a lot of issues with her mom. It was really mean. And he's like, I didn't mean it. And she's like, yeah, you did. And I was like, you fucking did. Red flag. Um, And her mom's like, I was running away, but I'm not from you, but it's because your dad is mean. Oh, yeah. She was like, your dad was cruel to me. And I was like, whoa. Jesus Christ. And then Fiona's like, I don't forgive you. And then. This is very gotta go my own way vibes. The worst song in High School Musical too. And then she actually puts the spike ball in the car. The, the star. And she's. <laughs> and then she comes back to hug her mommy. Oh, yeah. That's she true. leaves. She she's like, like, no. She's, her mom's like, will you forgive me? And she's like, mm, no. And then she's like, okay. I'll come back and forgive you. Yeah. Because she's trying to not run away. She's trying to grow as a person. So then they make up. Yeah, and so then Um, we're back at the castle. They're about to celebrate the Christmas festival. Cool, there's no fucking star. What do we do? All hope is given up. But little do they know. Fiona walks in with a little star. I knew that Peter would never leave Fiona high and dry. Like I was like, he has the ball, he's gonna give it I mean (laughs) I'm getting the basketball and the star <laughs> confused. I was like, he has the star. He leaves his card. He's like coy. He texts her. He's like, he has, he's like a weird manipulator. He just has it somewhere. So Fiona trounces in. The cardinal and the police inspector are there. And Fiona's like, here's the star. And they're like, <gasps> well, actually, the cardinal has no idea that anything has happened. Oh, yeah. They're but like, everyone kept else is like, she really helped us. And then they're all being so nice to her, including Stacey, even though Stacey was just being a snake a day earlier trying like, to get her Fiona, in jail. As a girl, I would like to tell you what this girl did to you the other day. Literally. Just so you know who you're dealing with. It was with. so fucked up. So then we move on to the Christmas festival where there's a choir with a yodeler. It's really cool. Beautiful. It's really, they're playing, a, they're singing a real Christmas song. It's the only real Christmas song this whole movie. They're like singing up on the housetop or something? And then there's a yodeler. Yeah. But it works. It really works. so random. It was a weird joke they made earlier about a yodeler. Yeah. Kevin was looking fine. Kevin looks so good. I was upset that he was written out of like half of this movie for a plot line that didn't Justice exist. for Kevin. Justice for Kevin. We don't know if producers are listening. Vanessa? We love Kevin. Why? We respect Don't do him like that. <laughs> yeah yeah so the the margaret she the queen like makes an announcement like thank you everyone and then like vanessa's talking and it sounds she sounded just like the covid video where she says i get it i, I respect, respect it but, but people, people are gonna die, die. like <laughs> it was literally like we couldn't stop laughing yeah we were like that's that and Fiona, her Fiona's mom is there, and they're like trying to like be friends with each other. And her mom's like, "You've gone all mushy and gooey." They keep like Fiona's gooey. always says gooey, always says mushy. Makes me. She's throw like, up. "Are you going to do? Are you going to smother us in Christmas cheese?" That's something she says to Peter earlier. It's really horrifying the things she says. She's looking about the North Star, as she and Peter used to do at Masterston. Guess who comes up behind her? Peter, the most normal looking man in the world. And his lines are like, How cliche, a woman staring at the night and then a man. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. True. Just because you say it doesn't make it okay that you chose to do it. It's like, You guys didn't have to do this. Yeah. And she, and then he's like apologizing and she goes, 
It's so fucking weird. Like, if someone was, like, shushing me. I would be like, like, shut the fuck up. up. (laughs) I would be like, don't talk to me like that. That's really, really not with the energy of how they were talking. (laughs) Like, it was Sharpay. It was so Sharpay. It was very Sharpay. And that's really not what Fiona's like. And they keep going in for the kiss. Very High School Musical 2 vibes. High School Musical 1 and 2 where they keep going in for the kiss and and they're not kissing. The lights happen. (laughs) Oh my god, wait. With the lights? Okay. (laughs) So it's like time to light the Christmas tree. And everyone's looking up and they're like, wow. And... The actor who plays Kevin does this a lot where he no. like overact with his face and he's I wish I could see it. Like his like he's looking at the um fireworks and his eyebrows are like going crazy. He's like oh! like he's I don't know, maybe he's trying to show them like don't write me out of the next one, like I will totally. commit to the level that Vanessa commits. He's like, Oh man It's just it's cool. It and also the tree cry. kind of looked like crap. Like there was like not that many leaves it on it. It wasn't a good tree. But I mean like you can't like not cheer when a Christmas tree gets lit. Um, and then, and then Vanessa says we never know how much time we have left with the people we care about. Fiona says that to Was that Peter. a COVID thing? That felt like a COVID thing. That's so depressing. And I, I wrote when they said this I felt like a student who had been asked on a standardized test to identify the moral of this movie <laughs> or like in Spanish class when they're like mm. what is this movie about? Like once they said that I was like okay this is what I would this say This is the for thesis of the movie. And the movie ends with three Vanessa's kissing. Oh, okay. I wrote Not each other. <laughs> I also wrote three Vanessa's kiss and then I was like, wait, they don't kiss each yeah, other. Yeah, they would. They kiss their respective partners. Um, we got in the movie on people dancing, of course. Yeah, it's a zany dance. It's like Ella Enchanted it's zany Kenny dance. Kenny Ortega number. choreographed dance. Yeah, we were like, Kenny Ortega's paw prints are all over this. And I wrote, because it shows like everyone. It shows right. the Mozart people. It shows the one mm-hmm. guy in a mask who's like, remember me. It yes. shows Hunter. The it shows the two minions, security guards. The two security what guards. What a scene. Literally one scene. And I wrote, are these the characters or the actors? That's what I didn't understand Because, like, there's one with Fiona and the nuns and the schoolgirls. Yeah. And they all do a choreographed dance. And I was like, are these, is this Vanessa and fun? The The nuns never liked Vanessa. Right. I think it was supposed to be like, look at these actors having a good time, even though they're dancing, like, a choreographed dance number. Yeah. It was like, it didn't make sense. And then the final shot of the movie, after all that dance number... After that big dance number, is just it pans to the crew in masks clapping, which is like like the lighting is suddenly horrible and it's like everyone's sweaty. The most depressing final shot you could have of like a room of a hundred people with masks on behind yeah, the camera, working hard, and you're just like fuck. Yeah, we were like it brought. I us actually down. did have some good feelings finishing this movie. Yeah. And- just killed it erased all of them absolutely murdered all my good feelings i wrote dark i hate it i regret everything i know <laughs> every positive feeling was just killed is what i wrote i would also like to say that when vanessa when fiona is we come in and she's cleaning the convent the nun is like you missed a spot and she's like, where? And she's like, in the library. You know, the room with the books. It was very catty. What? And then Vanessa goes, savage. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, I will never uh, not think about that for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Also, every time she says, cuzzy. Cuzzy. It makes me want to barf and into my, my favorite cuzzy. And then she also calls Margaret <laughs> Maggie, Maggie Moo. Moo. What if it's... I called Maggie Maggie Moo? 
it made me like I would like I would like hit my forehead like doy like every like I every time she said that like maybe it's because my name is Maggie that I just like extra couldn't handle it yeah it was a challenge guys this movie That's was it. incredible but I definitely like two more than one I needed this one to be less you like two more than three? Yeah, sorry, two more than three because mm-hmm. this movie Tell took me. a tonal shift. And we're gonna unpack. Let's it a unpack. Little. This movie took a tonal shift that I really wasn't expecting. Yeah, it was all about Fiona's journey. I wanted it to be about three Vanessas hanging yeah. out. Stacy was wet blanket. Wet blanket. Kevin wasn't there. Who is like the only good person in this? You would never think that in the third movie, the minions would get more screen time than Kevin. Oh my god, insane. The but minions who aren't funny. And they also, that's like, how I felt about it. never do any Christmassy stuff. Yeah, uh, we only really got Christmas stuff with, like, the lights around the buildings. They don't which have, are like, pretty. Santa. No. They don't have dinner together. No, there's only one scene where they're eating breakfast and they get mad at Fiona for being three hours late. And it's like, okay, well, why are you still they're eating still breakfast after three hours? They're still eating eggs sitting at the table. You're eating cold She's eggs? three out. You sat there for three That's hours? Fucking on- That's on you. Yeah. You needed to, like, let go of it at some point. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really have that many other comments about this movie. I really enjoyed myself. I laughed a lot. Our um, thesis is that Vanessa was like i want to show my range as an actor so splits, i want crying splits crying a british person impersonating a different british mm, person huge and then three people imper- two people impersonating someone and then the third person all vanessaing together all vanessaing something that was kind of fun was in the zany dance number at the end we saw the face of Vanessa's body double yeah. for a quick second. That was cool. I was like, I want to know more about what her. What face look like? But yeah, that was it. Princess Switch three. Switch I'm ready three again. for a fourth. So ready for the fourth. There's plenty of places that they could go. Oh, absolutely. Olivia could marry into royalty. Yeah, she's a princess, but she can do it too. Yeah, she's a so they just live marriage. in Europe. Is she in college now? No, I think she's a teen. So she lives alone in New York? I don't know. And her dad lives in... Because she goes to ballet school. Montanaro? Montanaro. That's kind of crazy. Because they really made her a kid in the last one. And now she's like an adult. But anyway. Do you want to move into what kept us from dropping? Yeah! Probably what kept me from dropping was... Went to a yoga class, mm. hot yoga, for the first time in a long time a couple of days ago. And I'm, like, ready to book my next one because it love. felt so good. And I love sweating so much and then showering. Yeah. It's, like, very purifying. I love that feeling. So I'm really happy to that. I hadn't done group fitness in 25 years. Yeah, I bet. How cool. about you? So what kept me from dropping was probably buying these microphones. Oh my god. It was, it was huge. a rush. For me as a Black Friday deal, it was the only thing I got, but it was like the best thing I could have gotten. You kept sending each other pictures. Just like, look at this microphone sitting on my desk. And because it was so much cheaper for Black Friday, I had enough ready from my steps. Oh yeah. Savings thing. It's perfect. So it just, it was great. It was really fun. And that just like getting that in the mail just like made my week, made me look forward to this so much. And planning this was like so fun and then watching this was so fun like all of this process kept me from jumping our first recap our first 
in person. Our first in person. Our first with a real mic. We were using Apple headphone mics before. Guys, can you believe? Can, can you, you believe, believe it? We have a new computer to work with. We, we have, have so many computers in front of us. We're in a computer heavy room right now. Yeah, if you can only see. The you would setup. be like, oh yeah, and the lights are green. The lights are like, green. We're kind of like in, we're in the Peter's studio. spy room right now. Absolutely. The Peter's spy room of podcasting. <laughs> anyway, we're having a lovely time. Yeah. Oh my God, and on Sunday, tomorrow. <gasps> oh my God, I forgot. Something huge is happening to us tomorrow. Not for not to you guys, but we're going to Sexy Unique Podcast Live, which we've been waiting for for two years. We bought these they tickets two this. falls ago. That's fucking crazy. We're finally getting to fucking go. It got canceled. It's got rescheduled, and even this go, like the tickets started being available like in the summer. Like yeah, we've been anticipating this multiple times for so long. It's been, it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be so amazing. I can't wait. So what an amazing weekend. Hope you guys are having a great time. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy H. HH. I don't know if we're going to do another episode. Yeah. We don't know. Before the end of the year. We're, we, we're not quitting. We're not quitting. No, I meant we're not taking the end an of the extended year. break, but no. maybe not till the end of the year. This might be like a good way to, to send off, but if we do another one, then we do another one. It's a little bonus. We have, we have a lot of tricks up our sleeves. The glow up, like, we may just going. Like, literally glow up for the rest of our podcast lives. Oh, so. I would love that. Anyway, this All is right. the thing we do where we can't sign off. I like to ease out, though. Yeah, let's ease.